0: Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, also known as IMHIP. In this podcast, we focus on all things surrounding the Illinois Medicaid Managed Care Program. I'm the Sam and Sam Says, and today I'm joined by one of our trusted partners, Finity, a health technology and service company to talk about the work they're doing to address the maternal health crisis. Finity CEO Deborah Stewart is here with me. And I think this is your first time on Sam Says. So welcome. I'm so excited for this conversation.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Sam. It's such a pleasure to be here.
0: And I love, and we talk about this a lot here on Sam Says, and then just, you know, casually anyway, um, within the healthcare space of the way that technology and smart technologies, like Finity, are, you know entering the healthcare space and really moving us into sort of the next, um, you know, wave and improving healthcare and really for this piece, addressing um, maternal health. And can you just start by telling
1: me a little
0: bit about the company and your baby smart program? Like, let's just lay the foundation.
1: You bet. Um, well, actually, Finity is a health technology company. We came from the tech space. Um, we actually worked previously in the financial industry space doing um, all the consumerism algorithms for reward programs and consumerism algorithms for um, all of the financial industries. And so we learned all about moving behavior and changing behavior. And then we came into the healthcare space about a decade ago um, with. Uh, over a decade of knowledge in behavior economics and then said, we've got to start moving the needle um, in behavior in the healthcare space, uh, the same way that the financial institutions started. And so from the healthcare technology space, then um, what we've been able to do is bring smart technologies, kind of a high-tech approach with a high touch approach and you have to combine the two you have to have both high tech and high touch it's the only way forward affinity uh, is a health intelligence company we serve millions of members medicaid members across the country um, uh, in both at it when we work at both a health plan level and we work at a state level where we service the entire state and we've been doing this for over a decade now, and um, uh, we have lots and lots of experience in combining high tech and high touch solutions. And, and Baby Smart, Baby Smart is our newest innovation, um, and we've been working on it for about a year and a half. We've been testing the um, methodologies for Baby Smart for almost um, seven years, and we're bringing it all together now and rolling it out across the country right now.
0: And I love, you hit so many things that I want to unpack there because I, you know, so my background um, from an education standpoint is economics and behavioral economics and bringing that in to the healthcare space, I think is so critical. And I think because of the disparity of information um, in the healthcare space, we've been one of the last industries to really see the shakeup that we've seen in like like in the financial industry or in others where there are these disruptors um, from technology and disruptor in a, a positive light we've said plenty of negative disruption uh the past two years but in a positive light these positive disrupt- disruptors that are moving the ball forward that are you know bringing along that idea i love what you said about high touch and high tech because healthcare is a little different than the financial industry or, you know, some you know, other spaces. And so you need to adapt what works elsewhere for what is needed in, in healthcare. And so I love that you guys are here and doing that work. And that then you've, I also like that when we talk about baby smart and we'll dive in a little bit more, but that you are, that you've taken the lessons you've learned and you build and you expand and you have a Quite a few umbrellas under this program, and I want to just sort of talk about them a little bit more. Like, so you have virtual doulas, HEDIS support, which HEDIS is near and dear to my heart, um, and and uh, you know obviously pertinent to the Medicaid program in Illinois. So, can you tell me a little bit more about these services and sort of how that works?
1: You bet, you bet. Let's let's kind of look at the high tech part first. Because the high touch part is more fun, so we'll we'll uh, talk about the high tech part. Um, Uh, We use uh, learning algorithms and AI to create personal pregnancy life tracks. So um, what that means is we're really going in deep into the data. We're using eligibility data. We're using um, claims data. We're using clinical data when we can get the clinical data. uh, We're using a very specialized um, pregnancy HRA that kind of looks at the whole person um, information. Uh, We're looking at... uh, affinity data that we've collected for over a decade on hundreds of thousands of pregnant moms. And so we are putting all of that data together and then creating individual life tracks based on the um, uh, mom's health concerns, based on demographic concerns, based on um, uh, income concerns. Um, uh, also, uh, we think it's really important that we are looking not just at the basic SDOH issues, which we cover in all of our um, uh, health assessments, but we're also looking at uh, basic financial literacy um, uh, and employment, and not just not just employment. We have questions that are not just about employment. Um, But meaningful work, because we found that if moms are engaged in work that has meaning to them, then major things shift. Um, And so you've got to look at the whole picture of the mom. So our algorithms are looking at a lot of this. Um, And then we also use software that is um, really smart at engagement. Um, It's a multimedia closed loop system. And I don't know, Sam, if you've ever had experience with closed loop systems, but what they do is, is that they track every single communication you send, whether it is a printed communication, or a video, or a text, or an email, and it links it to a HEDIS measure, and then it links it to the outcome of the completion, so that you know, I sent this, and within 30 days, they completed what I asked them to do, and it learns, it learns what medium, what message, which what which reward, what art, um, you know, what, what, um, what time of day um, you like to get your text messages, and and that's what we use high tech for. Now we use high tech to really get smart about how to engage with the member. And financial institutions have been doing this for years. Healthcare companies have not. And it's critical because we've got everyone's unique and we need to learn how to communicate with them. That's kind of a little bit about the high tech. I've been talking a long time. I'll stop for a moment.
0: Oh, there's so much though. Oh, Deborah, this has been, it's awesome and fascinating. And I want to just underscore, I am a lot of things, you know, I wear a lot of hats. My favorite hat is that I am a mom. And so the idea of when a mom is engaged in rewarding work much like i am um and meaningful work from from that individual mom's perspective it's it's life changing um it and the mom's well-being mentally physically absolutely impacts the household and the children and so you know i think so often moms think i don't have time to take you know i don't have time to take time for myself to take care of myself to you know do these things that i need to without really taking that step back and realizing study after study after study shows that if you do that, if we help the mom, we help the whole family. And so I'm so glad that you guys are are looking at this, not only from that health perspective, not only from traditional SDOH that we all know about, but like that meaningful work perspective, because I think that plays in to the mental health side. Like I know, uh, you know, it it decreases stress. I mean, if you are satisfied with the work that you're doing, you feel um, financially stable, you're less stressed. A less stressed mom is, I promise, good for everyone. I know, you know, we all know that. And so I hope that this sort of like, I just want to remind moms out there that taking time for yourself is taking time for your whole family, because I think we all need that reminder in 2022. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And, oh, this is so! I love how you're using technology. I love this work. I'm like completely drawn in. So, like, let's talk about the high touch side now. So, you figured out yeah. how to communicate. You're using technology, and now you're engaging these members.
1: Absolutely, and and we do it in a in a fun gamified way. Our our C, CIO at the company is Justin McCormick, who created the Sims, Sim City, and Sim Life, and all the Sim games. And so this is all game-like. So our apps are all like games. They're all really fun. You, you earn points, you earn rewards for doing healthy things as a mom. You earn points for, um, and you can you can redeem those points for earning all kinds of healthy items that you can order and and it's really cool because our, our moms end up um, accumulating all these points for completing HEDIS measures. And so they com- they complete the HEDIS measures for all of their kids, take their kids to all their way- well baby visits, take care of themselves during pregnancy, and they earn points. And then those points, they usually redeem at the holiday time, and they have all of their Christmas taken care of. So uh-huh. it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing. So they're having fun; they're engaged in it. But the high touch part that we added this last year that we're so excited about is we have um, we've realized that there's a missing link um, with so many with the maternal health crisis just continuing to rise. There's a missing link, and that link is best friends, that, that link is someone that really cares. That link is someone that's checking in with you, touching base and making sure that that mom's okay and that and that mom has someone to, to triage um, some of the conditions she's going through, someone to to share a connection with. and and we've noticed and, and done, a, done a ton of studies and know that doulas, have played a role um, of, of being that, that pregnancy pal, that mom, that that person is the, that is the advocate for mom. But the problem with doulas in the Medicaid space is twofold. Um, they're not in every state have they figured out a way to pay them. Um, and then more importantly, um, uh, we don't have enough of them. We can't scale them. Um, there are not enough doulas. There are very few doulas in every state and there's not enough. And yet every mom needs a doula if they want one. If they And so what we've done is reimagined the, the doula role and said, let's provide what we call virtual doula support so that we can scale it a little bit more. So we've created a one-to-one, we call it um, Finity Meet, a one-to-one app and portal. Um, it's secure um, and it's face-to-face just like we are right now. And so that mom and doula can connect. Um, these are doula trained health coaches certified in not just being a doula, but in um, a postnatal. Um, they're certified in health coaching. So and they also work. They know everything about the HEDIS measures. We train them in all the HEDIS measures. We train them in all of the health plan um, uh, security and all of that kind of thing. And so they're acting as triage Um, They'll check in and they go through scheduling. They'll help schedule all the doctor's appointments and transportation. They triage any health issues um, and connect mom to the right care when she needs it. Um, They establish and review all the health goals, the birth plan. Um, They provide pregnancy, postpartum, and baby learning moments. Um, We've done um, hundreds of little animated videos. So they do these little learning mit, um, um, moments where they can say, This is how you do nursing, or this is how you're going to do bottle feeding, and all of this kind of thing. And um, they connect with the moms, stay with them. This is what's most important, I'm most excited about. They stay with mom, not just during pregnancy, not just through that critical postpartum where we're losing 50% of our moms after they've had their baby, after after birth. 50% of moms are lost after birth because they don't recognize the signs and most of them are preventable. So they're staying with mom, checking in all through postpartum and through the first 18 months of the baby's life to answer the questions for mom, to stay with mom, to continue to be a support and teach mom little tiny learning bits um, and to get all those babies into their quality metrics all the vaccinations done, all the well baby visits done, answer the questions. My baby has a fever. I don't know what to do. Get them to the nursing, get them to the 24 hour nurses, provide that support for mom that she has been missing. And most important of all of this is it's peer-based. So we are matching demographically peer-based doula trained health coaches. We're so excited.
0: Oh, I'm so excited, and like I just uh, our listeners can't see, but I've been like nodding my head the whole time. And I mean, part of that is, and so, um, Deborah, I don't know, you probably don't know this, but I have a four-month-old, so like I've just gone through, and, and I have a six-year-old, so I went through. You know, I have a, a large age gap. I my firstborn was, you know, well before the pandemic. You know, I did all the the you know, prenatal classes in person. I did the, the prenatal yoga. I found my mom friends. We did the baby classes. I found my mom friends. Um, and you know, it was that troubleshooting that community that you need. Right. And now my second born, you know, my pregnancy, you know, everything that I did was virtual other than my regular appointments, you know, is such a different experience. And had I not had that community, that I'd built with my firstborn. Like I often thought, like, if my second son was my first son,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would feel so isolated. I mm-hmm. would feel so lonely because I don't ha- I, I there aren't those opportunities as easily to build right. that community, to ask those questions, to sort of troubleshoot. And, and there's I found, at least for me, Especially with my first, like you have the support when you're pregnant, and sometimes it just like drops right off, and you're exactly. like, "Wait, this is now when I'm confused." Like right. there is this little cute baby screaming at me, and I don't know what to do, and I'm so stressed, and you know, am I doing it right? And all the information is conflicting. Like Doctor Google is never your friend at right. two a.m. <laughs> and well, I love that you like that you are there for pregnant women, and and then you are there when they probably need it most. Like you said, I mean, half of our, our maternal deaths, our preventable maternal deaths are after, um, after um, birth and after delivery. And so you're there to help them along the way. Um, Hopefully also probably, you know, helping them recognize if they have postpartum depression, have postpartum anxiety, which is not talked about as much. Um, And really you know, helping them also identify, I mean, there's all this talk about like the CDC developmental uh, milestones and those changing and like, you know, what is on track for your baby and, you know, how do you handle all of this, this transition to a whole new part of your life? And that is, you know, motherhood. So I'm just so glad uh, like you guys exist and are helping (laughs) Medicaid moms, especially, um, through these really challenging times.
1: Thank you. And I, you know, I think a lot of this came to, um, I'm, I'm a mom, an an older mom, much older than you, but um, I, I I remember I went through postpartum uh, depression with my second child and, and it was devastating and it upset my whole world. And um, uh, it's, it's a, it's on the rise, um, particularly with our pandemic, particularly with as isolated as many of us have become. And I think it's so important to stay connected uh, during those times. Sometimes just that little smile, that little bit of connection is all you need um, to get you to the next day. And that's what it's about getting you to the next day and the next day and the next day. And so I'm really excited too that. A lot of, um, you know, we, we tested this model with, um, our innovation. We were, uh, lucky enough to receive, um, under CMS an innovation. Um, we were an innovation awardee, um, uh, to test the model, um, about seven years ago with, a um, a group in Philadelphia, Medicaid group in Philadelphia. And, um, we tested the model and of the 100 awardees, um, there were only two that ended up, um, having a, a total cost savings. And um, we were one of them. And um, this model worked, it worked four times better than just the clinical only clinic, just just having your quality measure, your your quality folks reach out um, to the population. And it's because it was peer-based. It's because you demographically match peers. We bring them from the Medicaid space. In fact, the coolest fun thing about this program is we also have a Pathways program. And if mom enjoyed what she went through as a doula, then she can become a doula. And so she is um, she can, if that's one pathway for her, is that we ask every mom, um, did you enjoy the program? Are you fully employed? Do you do? Would you like to help other mothers? And then she becomes the next doula in her community. So we put them through the program, and then they are now serving those who need more service within their own communities. So we want to build this one at a time within the communities that we are at.
0: So- oh. I love that. And I'm like, I'm not surprised at all. Like the clinicals, like the, that human touch that, that lived experience meaning so much more to moms than, than just the clinical side, which is important. I'm not, I, you know, but right. that it just, it breaks it all down. And I think every mom in the trench, like right now knows that like, it's your mom friends and it's, you know, those folks that are just in there with you that, that are going to be, um, helpful. And I'm so glad that you talked about like your lived experience and how it sort of brought this about in a way, because I also like, so I suffered from postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety with my first son. And, you know, it was my realization and talking with my friends that I realized like, wait, this is like really off. Like this isn't normal. This isn't Like, this isn't who I am. And that like sort of pushed me to get help. But I, I worry about, you know, how that would have been if I'd been in the pandemic, right? Like, and people hadn't seen me and sort of lovingly said, are you doing okay? You know, like, because I think it would have been easier for me to hide um, Mm -hmm. and, and more detrimental for me to continue to hide if they didn't see me in person, if they didn't, you know, like sort of see the stress that I was under and so I'm glad that there's this program out there that I'm not at all surprised that it is evidence-based and completely, you know, um, you know, a, a, a notch above because it it seems like it's
1: so intuitive um, from what moms need. Right. And I, I love what you just said about um, they didn't see me. I think the whole point is of this whole program and, and of, I think if there's one real opportunity in the um, maternal health world right now is we have to, see our moms. They have to be seen. They have to be seen, they have to be talked to, they have to be understood. they have to be listened to. We have to we have to virtually see them like I'm seeing you right now, Sam. We have to see them. We have to look them in the eyes and and it's really back to that what I've always felt is the essence of our Medicaid, um, system, although it gets lost and that's compassion. We we have to, we have to feel each other. We have to, we, I'm going to just say this and I probably shouldn't, but everyone should feel cared for and loved. You know, they need yes, to be Yes. To see that. <laughs> yes. And,
0: and you should say that because that's why we're in it. Like I, no one is in Medicaid. I hope for any other reason than a passion and compassion about the people we serve, because there is easier work out there. I promise there um, And There's a lot of work to do, uh, you know, a big ocean we need to boil um, to make, to better serve people. Um, but if you're in this space, if you're, you know, sticking with this population and trying to make it better, I hope because you love it and because you know that these members are so worth it and they are, worthy of this love and this compassion and a healthcare system that meets them where they are. Um, Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think (laughs) you've already touched on it a little bit because there are so many challenges and, but there's so many opportunities because Medicaid covers 50% of the births. I like 50% of moms, you know, 50% of babies covered and supported by the Medicaid program. So what do you see and sort of the challenges and opportunities facing. You know the baby smart program and how do you go from here how do you grow because I'm so excited for you guys
1: <laughs> um well you know it's 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 exciting for us we started rolling this out about a year ago and um, we are now being able to present this um, uh, in four different areas of the country right now and um, we have lots of other very interested health plans that we're growing very fast with um, finity has been a fast-growing company for a long time but we're' we're we're growing very fast right now. And, but the most challenging thing I think about this business is really that we need to start thinking differently. And we we've got to, this is a systems problem. Um, And, and we can't keep looking at this of, this is what, this is what Medicaid has done. This is what we should do. And we can just expand a little here and here. We have to start looking at this as a system. Um, we have to start looking at at housing. We have to start looking at meaningful work. We have to start looking at at, at compassion. We have to start looking at all of these things. That, and, and I think women are going to bring a lot to this space, when they combine the high tech with the high touch, I think when you do that, you have all of the smart systems working for you so that it allows you to take that precious human time and make the very most of it. But it's all about incremental change. So many people think we've got to change everything all at once. And our learning systems they fail as often as they succeed but the failures failures you can't see as failures when our systems are learning they fail 90% of the time and then they they win 10% of the time but that 10% every failure is just one it's not a it's not a dead end it's just a narrowing of the field so you know this is where i don't go now i go here now i go here now i go here and that's how we've approached this problem and 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 yet things are all kind of starting to connect in a really big systems way right now that i think we're going to see i'm very hopeful i think we're going to start to see big shifts um In the next five years, I think we're going to see a more holistic view of not just the individual, but of our entire healthcare system about how we move forward. But it will be with incremental step-by-step changes, and we can't be afraid of failure. We've just got to keep trying, throwing things out there and take our wins take our failures and keep moving forward. If we it, it's going to work, we just got to keep moving forward. We just got to keep moving forward.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and I I just oh, absolutely. I want to say, I want to just underscore what you said there, which is we can do better than the status quo and yeah. incrementalism is not a dirty word. It is how we have always made change, how we have always kept change. I mean, from an individual perspective, you know, like think about it. If, if you try to throw 30 new healthy habits at somebody Mm -hmm. at once, they don't stick. It's too much. It's just too much. I promise. I try it every once in a while. And I'm like, ah, I do it. You know, you do it for a week, you do it for two weeks and then, you know, you're back to your, you know, normal self and public policy and organizations are the same way incrementalism start learn lessons and build upon those lessons if you try it all at once you can't figure out what's working and what's not and and it's too hard to distill down what we can do um, better and our moms our medicaid members our state we we just deserve better than sort of um you know, throwing a bunch of things at, at the wall and seeing what sticks, like, let's be purposeful about these changes and about policy and that's, and let's be smart about them. And that's Great. why I'm just so glad you guys are out there and doing this work. And I, there's so much more I want to talk about. So I definitely want to have you come back and talk about sort of some of your success stories and, and as, and talk about how you've grown. Um, so I hope you'll come back later this year to sort of catch us up on, on what you're doing.
1: Oh, we would love to, we, we are, we, uh, that we always would love to talk to you, Sam. You're, you're fun and you're good at what you do. And we'd love to uh, chat with you anytime.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. And I think that is a perfect space to end. So thank you so much, Deborah. Thank you so much um, to the affinity team and the baby smart program. This is really something that is going to, um, change lives and make people feel seen and loved and improve. Their health and well being. And I think this is just what we need more of. So thank you so much. And of course, to our listeners, to learn more about what I'm HIP is doing and to listen to other interesting podcasts like this one, we encourage you to visit on our website, imhip.net. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And finally, uh, as a reminder, Finity is one of I'm HIP's trusted partners. And so if you're interested in becoming a trusted partner like Finity, you can find out more information on our website or via our podcast platforms in the description. As always, I'm Samantha Olds-Fry, the Sam and Sam Says. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, be well and stay safe.